Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Let's talk about our new city. Welcome back. This is Rolling with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. The music you just heard was a song Cupcake from the Harley White Junior Orchestra. I sit in with those guys every once in a while. They let me sing along like I can carry a tune or have charisma or something. You never know how it goes. Okay, starting it off. Dessert first. Um, I had a delicious and delightful chocolate chip cookie at Larry's Deli. And I guess it's downtown. It's not quite the gas lamp area. I don't know. You call it the Petco Park. It's right next to Petco Park in San Diego. So um, it was delicious. It wasn't too chocolatey. You know, they make this chocolate chip cookie in Sacramento at this place called Magpie, uh, which is almost it's almost like a chocolate bar with dough in it, which I think is too much. It's too much chocolate. And I love chocolate. But I feel like a chocolate chip cookie should have chocolate chips and cookie. It's, the cookie is just as important. They share billing. You understand? Like show business. Those guys are co-headliners. There's show and there's business and they work together. It's kind of the same thing. If it's chocolate chip cookie, there should be chocolate chip and cookie. So the Larry's cookie was delicious and warm and just the right amount of chocolate uh, and good quality chocolate, which is important and fantastic. Now their pastrami sandwich was just okay. I could have used more pastrami but that's just me i think all right so this week on on rolling with ungaya we uh we did a lot of driving when i talked to you last week last monday i was in portland and then shortly after that i hopped in the bucket and i rolled i drove almost nonstop down to los angeles from portland so that's 300 miles through oregon and then another 600 miles to Los Angeles. Um, pretty easy drive. It's not, I mean, Highway 5 is really simple. You can get stoned if you want. I've, I've driven it enough that I could probably do it. If I had to, I mean, I wouldn't want to. But if I had to, I could do it maybe with uh, one blindfolded and one hand behind my back. Maybe not that much. Maybe one hand behind my back. I could drive with my knees. You don't really need depth perception on Highway 5. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. So then I did that. And uh, I did. I'm working on a show. It's coming out in January. I can't tell you much about it, but it involves marijuana and food. So uh, as we get closer to the release date, you will get more information. I know, right? Marijuana and food. Who who knew, Ungayo, that you liked both of those things, man? If it was marijuana, food, and sex, uh, they'd have to make me the host. <laughs> That's just me, I guess. Those are three of the best things in life. So I was down in L.A. I kicked it in L.A. for a minute. I was just down there. I had to do a few voiceover things. It took like 20 minutes to do. And then I was stuck in L.A. at 5 o'clock. And I'll be damned if I'm getting on a freeway in Los Angeles anytime uh, between the hours of 4 and 8 p.m. Because that's just bullshit. I don't know if you've ever driven through Los Angeles, but I have two words for you. Fuck that. Because you, the, you, ugh, I just, I'm pathological about sitting in traffic. That's how it is. I would rather drive up the side streets and uh, spend an extra hour than, than sit in my car. Ooh, ugh, it just makes me ugh, 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you feel about it, but it was gross. So uh, I snuck over to the Cheviot Hills golf course. They have a nice little municipal course out there. Nothing like weed and golf. And uh, I snuck in nine holes while I waited for traffic. And it was nice. It was such an old school course. It was built in like the 20s or the 30s or the 40s. I really should have looked it up before I got uh, to talk to you guys about it. But it was perfect. I don't know if you golf. I love to golf. A good walk spoiled, as they say. And also, as they say, anytime you can hit white balls with a stick as a young African-American person, it helps me release uh, aggression when shit goes sideways. So I played some golf, then I hopped in the bucket, and I rolled back up to Sacramento, where I kicked it for a little bit. And then I went to see Blink 182 down in Mountain View at the Shoreline Amphitheater. My homie hooked me up with some tickets. Thanks, Mike! And uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Blink 182. And I know some of you guys are making a face right now. As well you should, because I also make faces when people bring up 182. I can't say that they're my favorite band in the world, or even a band that I particularly like or enjoy but i will say this on their behalf they put on a pretty good show um power trio right bass drums guitar and the drummer travis barker is clearly the star that guy is a monster some people said to me they say uh you know i said to them hey i'm gonna go see blink 182 and they're like ew you're a blink 182 fan and i'm like no but i'm a travis barker fan that son of a bitch is a savage he could play the fuck out of the drums man you can't go wrong um he's got great chops he's got good technique his time is nice his feel is good his musicianship is great the other two guys in the band sure they're fine musicians they weren't really any musical pyrotechnics i, I actually found myself standing there uh, listening to them like, okay, these guys are all right. Uh, I kind of wish he had had, like, you know, maybe the guitarist could have been a little more hot shotty or the or the bass player could have done something to, uh, it's not really like challenge is not the right word, but compliment, you know what I'm saying? Because he's got all the, all the chops and these guys, they were solid and capable, but they, nobody was really pushing him forward in this particular context. But they put on a nice show. The place was packed, sold out. 15, 20,000 people at the Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View sold out. And I got to say, I'm pretty sure I was the oldest and darkest person there out of the 20,000 people. I think I saw three other young black people. Probably. They're probably from the suburbs. This is what I'm guessing. It was really the most moderate punk rock show I'd ever seen. There was never, no, not really a pit. No one got ridiculously drunk. Everybody just kind of sh- had a couple drinks and sang along. So many sing along. Like everybody in the crowd, except for me, knew all the words to every song. Like even the new shit from the brand new album that just came out. They all knew it. They all knew it. It was crazy. You realize how uh, how fan bases are. I mean, you know, if you take me to a Grateful Dead show or a Fishbone show, I know all the words. I'm probably standing in the middle of the pit acting like a damn fool. So I get it. But it was just so... It was just so clean, I think, is the thing. And that's weird when it comes to punk rock. I don't really like my punk rock clean like that, right? Like, I mean, I like, like, I love Steely Dan. And one of the reasons I love Steely Dan, clean. Oh, my God, it's so clean. It's so tasty. But punk rock should have a little edge, a little, a little, a little grit, a little dirtiness, a little danger to it. And it's not, none, they're none of, none of those things. I didn't feel like a fight was going to break out or there was going to be any trouble at all. Really, it was kind of, 
It was kind of square. But square in a good way. Square in a good, fun, wholesome, clean. Your parents will let you listen to it. Your church group, you know, maybe while your pastor might give you the side eye. He's probably secretly in his car like, all the small things. She's, you know, it's it's all very catchy and cute. Uh, so that was Wednesday. Uh, and then I don't even remember what I did Thursday. I just sat at home for a while and recuperated after driving down to Los Angeles and back up. But then Friday, went down to the TwitchCon in San Diego. This is where I went to Larry's Deli and had a sandwich. I did not actually go to TwitchCon myself. My son was at the TwitchCon. Apparently Twitch.com is some sort of YouTube for gamers or live stream. I don't even know, really. He told me he was going. He needed a ride. I was like, all right, I'll go kick it a week ago. Uh, a nice town. Um, I always feel weird. It's one of those things like, when you think of California and you think of the West Coast and you think of beaches and then everybody wants to talk about like, you know, oh, it's got that hippy dippy vibe. Oh, you Californians, you're all so wacky and liberal. I don't really think San Diego is that kind of wacky liberal spot, man. I, every time I've hung out there, everyone seems kind of uh, uptight. I think a lot of it has to do. There's a lot of army bases, you know, like and, and Navy and all that shit. Uh, Top Gun used to be out there. If you're an old schooler, you feel the need, the need for speed. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to do some of that pilot shit, Maverick? You know what I mean? You watch? You don't, you don't, you don't know Top Gun by heart? You weren't a teenager in the 80s? <laughs> I said to Hollywood, where'd he go? Hollywood said, where'd who go? Come on, I could quote that movie all day. I hate it. Okay, here are the rules. Uh, carnal knowledge of a woman this time on the premises. No? You still don't? Okay. Well, whatever. We tried. But that's the thing. So San Diego is beautiful, and it's got a nice beach with the people are a little conservative, right? That, that's the, uh, you would think that San Diego maybe would have nice marijuana uh, dispensaries. And they, they have a couple, but it's all tooth and nails. They just pulled somebody into jail uh, just last year. They had two cases last year. Both got thrown out, by the way. Uh, not thrown out, but everyone was acquitted because who gives a shit? Nobody cares if you have a marijuana dispenser anybody anymore in california nobody cares if you're making butane oil you can't make butane oil in california i don't know if you know this it's kind of weird you can possess you can possess butane dabs or co2 dabs or shatter or wax but you can't make it it's a quirk in the california law that says you it's um really related they've made this law for tweakers right for uh, meth people it says you can't make concentrates and solvents using solvent. You can't make solvent solvent concentrates. You can't do it. So if you get caught, you go to jail. But if you've already made it and you just sold it to the club, then everybody can have it. It's just one of those, hey, where'd you get that chatterwax? Um, found it. It's just one of those things. That's just how it works. <laughs> I know. It's odd, right? So th that's 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 my feeling on San Diego. It's it's a nice town. We're gonna talk more about it after the break. It's a nice town. It's full of squares, but you can still have an adventure. And I'll tell you more about it in just a moment, right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. 
providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Welcome back. Rolling with Ungayo. Weed, travel, food, comedy, music, all that good shit. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on CannabisRadio.com. It's probably the easiest one. And uh, soon we will be on iHeartRadio. Oh, this feels like it should be a little sticker. I have an iHeartRadio sticker. This would be an iHeart Marijuana. Somebody's probably those already. Okay, so here we are in San Diego. I stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel. It wasn't my idea. Uh, it was just how it was hooked up. Yeah. I low-key like fancy hotels, but I high-key don't like fancy hotels. You understand where I'm coming from? Like, I, I, you know, uh, it's a weird thing. I like, how do I explain it? 
fancy hotels are generally cool. Like the shower, oh my God, it was great. They had a shower head right around, like, you know, just above your chest, the usual one. And then they had one right above your head. So you could stand on the water like you're in a waterfall, you know, oh, take me away. And that, that is great. That is great. But I, I don't like, uh, how do I put it? I don't like, it's funny because when you stay at a fancy hotel, you've already spent a lot of money and then they want to nickel and dime you for everything, right? If you open the mini bar, maybe you want to put your leftover pastrami sandwich back in the fridge. They want to charge you money for that. If you want to do something, you know, they want to charge you money for that. They always want to try to, it's so funny. They always want to try to nickel and dime you just ridiculous amounts when you're at the fancy hotels. I prefer a cheap hotel, man, where it's, you know, pay a hundred bucks and the Wi-Fi is free and it's got a fridge and a microwave. And then after that, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want short of killing someone, which is, is better. I don't, I don't, I don't like having lots of charges when I leave. I don't like having to argue shit. I would rather just, here's my money. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to be here for a few hours. That's all I want. Is that too much? That's not too much to ask. You know what I'm saying? Some of you don't understand, but that's uh, laundry now, in case you were wondering. I'm wandering in the house. Um, that's how I feel like a fancy hotel should be way more of an all-in experience. I, you know, they're already charging you top notch. Why am I paying all this money if I'm going to have to pay more money? I would rather just pay some money and then you leave me alone. Ryan and people can come visit and you can smoke in the room and things like that. I had another uh, hotel anecdote to say, but I forgot. Oh, I remember. I'm very careful about not smoking in hotel rooms now. I mean, it used to be back in the day, you know, they'd be all no smoking in the hotel. And you'd be like, that's cool. And then you would just smoke in the hotel and light an incense and open the windows and leave a few bucks for the maid. And nobody would say shit. But now everybody's very, very serious about it. They're going to charge you 100 bucks and 200 bucks. I stayed at a place in San Jose one time, and I, they make you sign a thing. They make you sign a, I understand that I'm not supposed to smoke anything in this hotel room. And I signed it, and I, I obeyed it, man. If I sign a deal, I try to obey the deal, right? I'm not the elf king or nothing, but I understand the importance of keeping your word. And you have to do that to the best of your ability. So after I left... A week later, they tried to charge me $200. And I went out of my way to not smoke weed in that hotel room. And they still tried to charge me $200 because they said the room smelled like weed. And I was like, listen, I'm in the weed industry. I have weed on me. Of course my room is going to smell like weed. It doesn't mean that I smoked weed in there, right? Did you see any weed? Did you see any ashes? No, no. You just smelled weed when you went back in. Because I happened to have some weed on me. I, it was probably harvest season, so I'm sure. And Oh, you know what it was? I was doing a show with Brian Pesane. And uh, whenever I do a show with Brian, I bring extra weed, even though he's probably not going to smoke it. But his fans are. And we're going to stand in the parking lot. And we're going to smoke weed like Americans, like like God wants you to. God wants you to stand in the parking lot and smoke weed. I don't know if you knew that. But it's true. And we should all do what God says. <laughs> so I had to call this hotel. And be like, you guys, I purposely went out of my way to not smoke weed in your hotel room. So I really don't appreciate you treating me like an asshole and charging me for smoking weed in your room when I clearly didn't. And so they removed the charges. And then the guy that I talked to on the phone was like, man, it must have been some really good shit because you stunk up the whole place. I was like, yeah, man, I'm not going to show up and smoke bad weed. 
you know, this is this is not what I do. I'm a connoisseur. Daddy, uh, speaking of weed, it's almost time to smoke some weed. It is 920 in the morning where I'm at on Monday, October 3rd. So I'm not quite a wake and bake. I've been up for a couple hours. So it's like a wake and eat and bake. Does that count? I'm smoking on some outdoor Girl Scout cookies from Mendocino, California. Uh, it's the last of last year's harvest. Let's talk about harvesting tips, right? Because harvest is coming up. You want to keep your weed in good shape for next year. I know everybody, you know, every year, all my grower friends, right? This is what happens. So there's the giant harvest, right? Everybody's got all kinds of weed, which, of course, puts a temporary glut in the market and it depresses the prices, right? Nobody needs to buy any more weed at the dispensaries because, fuck, there's a lot. So... All my friends are always like, dude, fuck this. I'm just going to put my shit in storage and I'm going to save it till next July when it's dry. And everybody's like, oh, we're out of weed. We need weed. And then I'm going to make a killing. And nobody ever does it. Nobody. I think I know one person who's really good at that. And everybody else just fucking smokes all their weed and tries to sell it as soon as possible, even at a small loss. Because people have costs. People have expenses, man. You have a certain lifestyle you need to live up to. Not me, but everybody else does. So anyway, here's the point. You're trying to save your marijuana, right? You want to keep it in good shape. Remember that heat and light are the enemies of your THC crystals. So you want to keep it cool. You want to keep it dark. Uh, smelly proof bags makes nice smell proof and dark bags to keep the light out of. And there's all kind of uh, what you call a metal jars and shit and glass jars you can buy online now that do a good job and Boveda makes those nice humidity packs that keep your marijuana at an optimal moisture level right I, you know I, I feel like the humidor people in the cigar industry must love the marijuana industry they must be such big fans because it I don't think it saved their business because people have been smoking cigars forever but I feel like it expanded their business like they have a whole nother market that's one of those things that we don't we forget when we talk about the cannabis industry we think about ancillary gigs and other businesses right marijuana legalization doesn't just help growers and sellers and pot smokers it helps people who make packaging right it helps uh, all your marketing people marijuana legalization helps the cigar industry because now everybody wants a humidor you know, and a, and a nice humidity pack to keep their weed fresh. So keep your weed fresh, everybody. Um, and the best, uh, well, another thing you can do is when you cut your weed down, don't trim it right away unless you're trying to get rid of it all then, you know, you have to have the bag appeal or whatever. But if you're trying to save it long term, leave those big leaves on there, right? Let those big leaves fold up when you dry it and let those cover your trichomes and keep your crystals all nice and fresh and soft and delicious for when you want it. There's a picture on my Instagram that shows a little bit of how to do it. That's a NGAIO 420 is the, uh, what do you call it? The tag, the name for all the social media. NGAIO 420. So you can find me there on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and on the Periscope are usually the three that I do. Are there other social media things that I should be on? I'm not going to do it, but I'm just asking. I'm, I'm on Snapchat too, but very rarely, mostly for the titties. So if you want to send me boobies on Snapchat, uh, even man boobs, whatever. I just like boobies. Who doesn't like boobies? <laughs> titties and weed. That's all you need. 
don't don't tell my kids I said that. I'm hoping they're not listening to the show. They're old enough now to do whatever they want, pretty much. But uh, so TwitchCon. I did not go inside. I don't even know what it is. All I know is that every few hours, my son would come back in the room with a new hat and a new T-shirt and some sort of new badge on his lanyard. And he got to do some sort of virtual reality thing. And he met some Twitch stars, some streamer stars. I don't know what you call them. Uh, Twitch celebrity, which sounds weird. Uh, And I... You know, he told me the names, and I'm like, yeah, sure. That I love that person. I don't know Joey Gate. I don't even remember. Does it matter? I guess it does if you're a 15-year-old Twitcher or whatnot. So there we are. We went to TwitchCon. We were in San Diego staring at the squares. We're going to talk a little bit more about some San Diego adventures and other things coming up in just a few minutes right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rollin' with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts, and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? (sighs) Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. I give you Jasmine Huff. Tell us a little bit about Jasmine. Give us the good news about how you've gotten to where you are today. Like all good children, I rejected my parents' values and and ran off to become a capitalist in New York City and did a lot of work with an organization called Women 2.0. Looking at the cannabis industry, I said, you know what? Here we have a brand new industry. It's going to be a billion dollar industry. And the rules of who leads this industry and who funds this industry haven't been written yet. Good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Rollin' with Ungayo is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Welcome back. This is Rollin' with Ungayo on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, CannabisRadio.com. Soon to be on iHeartRadio. I did do one cool thing. In San Diego, I got in some golf at Mission Bay Golf Course. It was cool, short club, uh, short course, but I had fun. Um, but there's a place out on El Cajon Boulevard 
called the Red Fox Room. And you would think that it would be devoted to comedy legend and icon and black culture, Red Fox. It's two D's, two X's. But no, it's like a divey, old school. How would you explain? Have you ever been to? It's not quite like that piano bar in Oakland or or Martunis, but they had a they have a piano bar. But it's also full of it's red, right? It's the Red Fox Room, so it's all red with brown paneling. It feels like when you walk in, uh, you kind of feel like maybe you're in the mafia a little bit, and you're gonna have to go have a meeting with your boss or one of the capos. Uh, there were actually some cats sitting across from us who looked straight up mafia, man. You know what I'm saying? Like tracksuits, right? Uh, maybe one guy looked like he'd been in a fight a little bit. <laughs> Uh, we didn't point at them or talk too loud about it, but we kind of whispered to ourselves like, are those guys in the mafia? I can't really tell. They might be. So we had a, a relish plate, which is, you know, carrots, and celery, and olives, old school style, and some cheesecake. And then we went over to the piano bar area and we sang a few songs. And that's always, that's always fun. And here was the fun thing about this place is those guys, they, man, we sang... All the classics. We sang That's Amore. See, once again, mafia style, right? When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. We sang that. We sang I Only Have Eyes for You. We sang Mac the Knife, 16 tons. It was uh, it was classic witchcraft, right? It was a classic, classic evening. I felt pretty fun and kind of old school. Uh, it was fun for the old schoolers and the new schoolers alike. They had a decent crowd of all ages and it seems like a bunch of regulars, guys, who just show up to sing along with George and Paul. Paul was on the saxophone. No, George was on the – no, Paul was on the piano. George was on the saxophone, I think. But I would highly recommend going to the Red Fox Room for a taste of the old school. They make a pretty good steak. And for if you like to sing along or listen to people get drunk and sing, that's a good spot. And it's more fun. Here's the thing. like, I don't know if you've ever done live band karaoke. Uh, but that's always a little more fun than just singing along to a track karaoke because there's something about looking at someone and and uh, and it's the same thing. It kind of goes back to this Travis Barker thing when when you get to collaborate, right? That's the beauty about being a band is your energies. You're combining energies together, so they push you a little bit, you push them a little bit. Everybody finds where the groove is at. That's always more fun than just standing up and singing along to a tape. And everybody had a pretty good voice. It was it was a good time. So if you go to San Diego, uh, one, eat fish tacos. Two, get the chocolate chip cookie at Larry's Deli. Three, stay out of the gas lamp, really, unless you're that kind of douche bro. Four, go to the Red Fox for a relish tray and steak and a good New York cheesecake and sing me along at the piano bar. Okay, next week. Oh, shit, I leave. I'm going. I'm going up to... Uh, I'm going to be in, in, in uh, Sacramento mostly this week. And then next week I'm going to be in Vancouver at the International Cannabis Business Conference in Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm, a, I'm going to put this Canadian weed head-to-head with our California and Oregon and Washington. I mean, I'm not bringing any weed with me. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not dumb. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to buy a new suitcase just to make sure that I don't have – Anything that could be remotely resembling anything to do with marijuana in my suitcase.
days. I think that's the most important thing. This is one of the reasons I would never go to Dubai. They found a piece of weed on a guy's shoe, on his shoe, less than a gram of weed on his shoe and gave him years, years in prison on weed on his shoe. You guys, that's crazy. I probably have weed on my feet. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm, Marijuana is a lifestyle, right? It's not a hobby. I'm just one of those cats. Even if I don't have any marijuana on me, I probably have some marijuana on me. So I have to take measures. I have to take steps. I have to take great pains to make sure that I am marijuana free when I travel internationally. That's almost a rhyme. I'm going to throw that in a rap song. Listen for my mixtape to come out next year. It's called Weed and Sex in Rhythm. (laughs) Um, So that's where I'm going to be next week. And then uh, we got the Humboldt Harvest Fest coming up. We got the Emerald Cup coming up. I'm going to be in San Francisco on October 22nd at this place on Kearney, which name escapes me right now. And, uh, oh, 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 November 14th. I just added the show. November 14th is the Cannabis Comedy Festival in Sacramento, California at Harlow's Nightclub. It's a Monday night. You can uh, find more information about that on my various Facebooks and Twitters and things. We're going to post more stuff about that. So uh, go to San Diego, hit the Red Fox room, come see me in Vancouver next week. And I think that's about it, man. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys, to to share travel and information and marijuana with you. Uh, I look forward to harvest season and we'll see you next week on iTunes or Stitcher or canvasradio.com or just in your hearts or maybe somewhere in the car on the street as we hot box this shit out of it right here on Rolling with Ungod. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.